Welcome to a new episode of the Consistent Performance Podcast. Being successful as an agency owner or online entrepreneur is not just about accumulating more and more information, but it's about better implementation and execution. Because when you're able to be truly consistent with the right habits and actions, both in your business as well as your life in general, that's when the magic happens. That's why on this podcast, we give you the right strategies and frameworks for you to be able to achieve consistent energy and consistent performance so that you're able to grow your business the most efficient and effective way possible without sacrificing yourself, your health, or burning out along the way. I'm your host, Killian Markert. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Consistent Performance Podcast. And today I'm actually really pumped. I say this every time, but today I'm really pumped because I have a very special guest. It's a fellow German, and his name is Daniel Bidmon. If you don't know him yet, he has built the biggest podcast in the e-com space in the German area, like Germany, Switzerland, Austria. It's called Ecom Secrets, really awesome podcast. And he is the uh, co-founder and owner of the e-com agency called Ecom House. And he has in, been in e-com like for nearly eight years now. And he has built an agency from zero to seven figures within one year. And we just talked and Daniel told me they also have are soon going to be 20 people in their team. And we initially connected um, with in Martin Cook's, I think, mastermind. That's where yes. we connected firstly. And we talked about like all the things, high performance and how to be a great uh, agency owner and entrepreneur. And so I decided after we recorded an episode for Daniel's podcast, actually, I need this guy on the show. And for you guys watching, if you're an agency owner, right, if you're an e-commerce, you got to listen up because Daniel has built this agency from zero to seven figures, got a two comma club award within one year. And today we're going to dive into... What can you do to grow your agency and to crush it in business, despite all the tactics, you know, and the, the things that everybody or knows about or the change anyway, always, you know, YouTube ads, Facebook ads, uh, whatever it is. What are the lessons, the insights, the disciplines, the routines that have helped Daniel to achieve that? And without further ado, first of all, Daniel, welcome to the show. Hey, Kilian, thank you so much for having me. I'm very grateful to be part of this and also to all the people, hi, who are listening to the podcast or are like the people who are live right now with us. So thank you so much for having me. And um, I'm, an I'm an open book. I'm trying to give as much value as possible today. So I'm pumped. That's so awesome. Yeah. And for everybody, Daniel is also on Instagram. We're going to promote this later again, but check out his Instagram. He is like sharing awesome stories there as well about e-commerce and about agency life. And so definitely follow him there as well. So Daniel, to start out, the first question I would ask you is this, right? So people listening to this, they always heard about things like, yeah, build your agency, you know, scale it from 20K to 100K per month, you know, and they hear all these things, right? And there's a lot of buzzwords out there, but you're someone who's actually done it. You got the Two Comma Club Award within one year, and you've built a team of now close to 20 people, which not everybody achieves either. So what would you say, looking back that past year, what are the few things that 
if you were to advise someone to who wants to achieve the same thing, what are the few tips or ad pieces of advice you would give that person? Okay, great question. I think one of the biggest things I can talk about is being patient because I know it seems like, oh, wow, that was super quick. That was super fast. One year, 20 people, seven-figure revenue, and so on. But the real story is I'm self-employed since 12 years. Mm -hmm. So it's not like that I started last year with entrepreneurship, marketing, e-commerce, stuff like this. So the biggest insight or the biggest learning and also mindset shift is Don't rush into things or don't expect things to come super, super quickly. But if you are constantly doing the right things, it will come. No matter that it will come, but it will come someday. So I think with mindset, talking a little bit about mindset, how I was able to achieve this. And for me, it's still not the biggest goal. I have way, way uh, bigger goals. But um, the thing is, there were a lot of times in my in my career when I said, okay, I'm not on the right path or I failed or I had two big challenges. And I think the great secret to success is being clear what you want and push. Like if you have a challenge, just push through. And you just mentioned that uh, that I'm going to the gym and so on. I had a little bit uh, like a, because of COVID, I wasn't able to join the gym. So I lost muscle power, like weight and so on. It was not so nice, but now I'm back to my routine. There's a really strong correlation between gym and fitness and entrepreneurship for me personally. And the thing is, I started with fitness, I would say seven or eight years ago. And when you go to the gym regularly and you go, you go always to your limits, at least me. And then your brain is always, or your body actually is always telling me, yeah, stop, or you don't need another rep, or yeah, you're finished for today. You've done enough, blah, blah, blah. And The same applies to business. So what I've learned from the gym and like really heavy weights and so on, that I said no in this moment and I pushed through. And mm. if I compare this with the business, there might be a challenge or actually I guarantee all of you guys, there will be a lot of challenges. And the majority of people, I would say like the, the mass of the people out there, they have excuses. They would, they would stop. They would say, yeah, I tried it, didn't work out. I try something else. So you will face challenges. But the learning I've got from the fitness is to push through so you find solutions. I have challenges every day. Like, believe me, they're insane challenges. But when you are in the right mindset of, okay, there's a challenge. Now, what's the solution? I find the solution no matter when, but I will find a solution. If you are in this mindset, then actually, in my opinion, everything is possible. Because every time I face a challenge, my brain is already like finding the solutions. And this is also something I really like with entrepreneurship or other entrepreneurs. I yeah. love to, to go to events and masterminds. And when you talk to people, they always think in solutions. So if someone mm -hmm. is talking about a problem or a challenge, the other one is already, yeah, did you try this? Or you could try this, you could try this. And this is like such a positive and open and supporting yeah. mindset and, uh, I, re I really love this and that's why I... You, you, know, you, know, you know when this thing becomes a problem in what situation? When you're talking to your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had this? I always have this with my clients that girls or like your girlfriend, they ju just, wanted to, want, just wants to talk to you and you are in this solution mode because you know this from entrepreneurship and you, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And she just wants you to, <laughs> she just wants you to listen and acknowledge her emotions. 
Has that ever happened to you? I think yes. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's so funny. That's like all entrepreneurs, especially guys, were really in the solution mode and it's working really well, of course, in the business. But then, of course, in intimate relationships, you really have to, you know, switch your mind sometimes and uh, actually, oh, I sh actually should just shut up right now and listen, you know, and be there in the moment. <laughs> But what I wanted to say on top, what you said in the beginning, I love this, that you say you've been self-employed 12 years, you said, right? Yes. That is a long time. And I, I'm guilty of having done some clickbait right now because I've written here within one year, <laughs> you got from zero to seven figures, which is not exactly true then, right? I mean, you did some other stuff before, um, but that just shows that, you know, behind the scenes, you've put in the reps before. And the success that people see now on the surface, the tip of the iceberg, is like, oh, two comma club award, you know, and maybe it took off within that year. That's what it did, right? It took off. But before mm -hmm. you've put in the reps, you put in the experience, you, you gained your experience. And I think that is, that is super powerful for people because I don't know how it is for you, but in our entrepreneurship space and also in e-commerce, People always tell you it's always the overnight success, right? Find the right funnel, find the right tactics and so on, and then you'll be rich quickly. But I know also you talk about this a lot, right? Not only in business, the foundations you need to have in place to uh, grow a proper business, but also in your personal life. Can you talk a bit, a, lot, a little bit more about this? What, what kind of foundations do you think you need in place to be able to actually grow uh, to such a level and, and be successful? Yeah, that's a great question. And even to pick on on, on that, what you said, it's uh, actually that's that's not even clickbait. It's actually true that we built the agency from from nothing to seven figures because we launched uh, July last year, 2020. Before that, I was doing a lot of marketing by myself. So I have a consulting business next to my agency. And even yeah. before I did my own e-com store. So I, yeah, as you said, I did the reps before and then yeah. I just went out to the public. But talking about foundations, so the difference is, so if someone of the listeners is at the beginning right now, or even still employed and is thinking about to switch something, like to be self-employed, starting their own agency or whatever, because yeah. they think, okay, I'm, I'm good with this topic. The thing is in the beginning, if you switch from making your current job to being self-employed or start a business or whatever, you only you need so much more skills like by, by this like you need to understand mm -hmm. how to yeah. win clients how to do marketing how to do copywriting sales uh, mm -hmm. later on you need to understand how can i build a team how, how how can i be a good leader how can i build processes so there are a lot of skills so the chance of succeeding as an entrepreneur especially in the beginning is quite small because you have so much more to learn and a really fast pace. And a lot of people just give up, but yeah. that's the that's the beauty. You have such a great upside of learning to be able to learn new things. And if you learn those, then you are able to reach crazy, crazy yeah, goals or successes or results. When I think about foundations, actually one of the biggest things is your head, your brain, your mindset. And as we talked about earlier, thinking in solutions, not only in problems, I had a little story actually to this topic. Um, once I had a business with four other people, it was insane, five co-founders. I never do this again. <laughs> <laughs> and four of us were already self-employed. So we already had like the solution mindset, but one person was still employed at a bigger company. So anytime a challenge popped up, there was like a block. There was like, oh, th there's a major block problem. We cannot continue. We cannot da 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 da. 
negative mindset. And uh, I think this is the first thing you need to understand and learn to be open, positive, and in a solution-orientated mindset, because mm -hmm. you will definitely face a lot of challenges. I even avoid the, the word problem. For me, it's just a challenge, not a problem at all. So this is the first, the big foundation. So how I started back then was I've read a lot of books about personal development. I was even going to workshops and seminars. So I understood, okay, how do I need to think? How can I improve myself? How can I be better in some sort of and then the next progression is yet i mean you, you need to learn skills you need to to understand how does marketing work uh, works how does sales work how to build processes and so on but this is technical this is skills you can like anyone can learn this but yeah. the biggest upside is like the right mindset and what would you say um how important is the mindset really because a lot of guys they 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 hear about you know tactics strategies and so on And they feel like, okay, if I have this new uh, course, this new ad course, and this new skill, and this new te technique, I will just be successful. And it's also easier to sell this, right? Because here, copy our funnel, copy our uh, ads, copy our that, and boom, you'll be successful, right? So is it possible to be successful and keep it just with the strategies? What is kind of the, the importance of your own mindset and the way you show up regularly for sustained business success from your experience also great question regarding the course for example it might be that you buy some sort of course it might happen that it, that you will succeed but the chance is also high that you don't succeed i mean what really helped me was at a certain point of time to also connect with like-minded people and also work with mentors and coaches to have like this outside perspective Because what I've experienced is often you are in this in your in your bubble and sometimes you don't even see things going on in, in your business, why you won't grow and so on. So to answer your question, I hope I can answer your question. But uh, to add on this, I would even say, okay, if you need, if you have a mentor and a coach from outside helping you and seeing like the bigger picture, and I think you're doing the same with your clients as well. This pushes you so much further when you when you reach a plateau or something. Hundred yeah. percent. And so, what I always uh, approach, or like the way I approach it, is this, and I see it with a lot of agency owners. I'm I'm curious about your perspective that. You have basically three main areas in, in, in business. Let me know if you agree with that. You have the strategy, you have the execution, and you have the mindset. That's like on a very general sense, you could break it down, right? You need a good strategy, which you cover either by learning the right skills. And on top, I would say, get a mentor, get, get a coach, business coach, who has, or like a consultant like you with that outside perspective. Number two, you need to have the mindset right, which is like, how are you showing up every day? Does it feel like you're dragging yourself to work? Does it feel like you're doing it just to get the money? Or, you know, do you shy away from challenges that pushing through? And then third, as a result from that, how is your execution? And that is about energy. How are you showing up? Are you focused? Are you consistent? Do you have some days where you just stay in bed and you don't even get to the office? You know, that is it because you can have all the best information in the world, but if you don't execute on it and you don't do it, what the consultant would you tell them, you won't succeed, right? So how in, in your experience, you can tell me from your experience as an agency owner or from other agency owners you know, or even from the clients you have, right? E-com stores or, you know, people you're consulting. In, in, the, in general, what do you think 
what are people lacking the most that holds them back to reach their goals? Is it the strategy side of things? Is it actually using it and being consistent with it? Is it the mindset? What do you think? Great question. In my opinion, it's, it can be a mix of everything. I saw it times and times, like times and times, also from my From my experience. So let me let me start with the strategy. Of course, if you don't have a proper strategy, you may just like walk around blindly. So you don't know where to where to uh, walk and where to work towards. I think the biggest topic when when you talk about strategy, mindset, and execution, I think often it's more the execution part and the mindset part than the strategy. Because the strategy, sure, you can get it from a mentor or you buy a course or you you watch some YouTube videos. But what I realized and also connecting with other agency owners, but also like other entrepreneurs and so on, execution is sometimes a problem that they don't put in the, the necessary effort. So when I just think about an example, uh, actually, I had this example like two weeks ago, a friend of mine has a business. They do a lead gen for local businesses. I think they do like 10 to 20K a month in revenue. Mm -hmm. And uh, he keeps constantly over months, actually constantly asking me, hey, how can I grow my team? Uh, how can I grow my business? And I was telling him, look, focus on your marketing, focus on, on your sales, put in the work, do mm -hmm. online marketing, generate leads, put, make sales calls, do the follow-ups and so on. So often what I realized is the execution part might slow them down a lot. So they don't put in the effort, which is needed. And this is actually, this has actually a big, big upside because we, uh, and this is again, uh, I got this from the gym. So we put in more and more and more, how you say, stuff and work. So we outperform the competitors who may, might be lazy and not executing yeah. all the things. So just thinking in a sales situation, you could just go into your CRM and follow up with all the hundred contacts you have. And I guarantee you make more money. And regarding the mindset, yeah, that goes hand in hand with the execution for me. So I think in general, you mentioned the, the topic when someone is like lazy and laying in the bed and doesn't have the motivation. I would start asking myself, am I really, really happy with what I'm doing? Hmm. And if not, how can I change it? So like yeah. reflecting what you're currently doing. Because for, for me especially, I really love what I do. I love my team. I love to show up at seven in the morning and say hello on Slack to the whole team. But if you are not in the situation that you are happy with what you do, I, I would start there actually. And this is like mindset or like reflecting what you currently do. I think that is super important because especially e-com and online marketing, it's like are these sexy niches, right? Where you feel like, oh, there you can make a lot of money. It's also easy to get into, you know, to learn the skill and so on. You can work basically from anywhere. The problem I've, I see is that a lot of people, they don't really have that self-awareness where they understand what they really want. You know, that mm. real deep awareness about what is actually important in my life? What are really some values that I have? Where do I want to actually get to in my life? You know, what is my vision? And so if you don't really either consciously or subconsciously know that, then it's very difficult to feel fulfilled with what you're doing, right? I mean, it's Cal Newport talked about this so good, they can't ignore you. There's also one part of that, that you don't need passion because passion also comes with being good at something. That is true, right? That's also one part of the equation. But the other side is you still want to feel like there is something connected to this. There's either like this, maybe for you, the sense of community with your team is really important. 
right? That really drives you, that really makes you enjoy your job and also what you're building. So how was it for you? Do you think it was a lucky shot that you just, you know, you found e-commerce and digital marketing and then now you're happy with it? Or uh, how do you make sure that, man, like 12 years self-employed is a long time, right? And to be honest, a lot of self-employed, they, I don't know the exact statistics, but we all know that a lot of them, they fail and they have to go back to a nine to five job. So what was different for you? What was it that really allowed you to keep up that also motivation and purpose and drive long term? Yes, yes. So what really, great question again. So what really, really motivates me is, put it down to one word, I think it's freedom. Like being able, like being in a situation where I can say no to things, where I can say, okay, let's go to, I don't know, New York tomorrow, like Tenerife. having really the freedom. Oh, Tenerife <laughs> joining you, definitely come next year. This is for me, like one of the biggest personal uh, motivators that's also why i started being self-employed but that also changed over time or other stuff were was added so when i started like in the beginning i was only by myself like i started as a as a freelance uh, designer i designed websites and apps for the first i don't know five six years then i started with marketing i did like a little bit of pivot started with e-commerce and so on But now what really motivates me is, for example, if our clients get results. So I remember stories last Black Friday, for example, uh, when we sell out products from our clients and they tell me, yeah, look, we, we, we hired three new people or, hey, we are able to support the women on Bali because they built our products and due COVID, they actually don't, they wouldn't have a job if we wouldn't sell the bracelets. Mm. So when I, when I'm able to hear the stories that really pushes me and that makes me really, really happy. Like for me, this is, this is a strong motivator, like seeing other people succeed through my help clients, but also my team members. I mean, the team members we have, they always want to grow. They want to learn and I'm providing them what they, what they want. So they get their desired outcome. So they're super happy. I'm loving to see them grow, having uh, achievements and so on. So this is really what motivates me on a deeper level. Because when you're in the beginning, like you might start a business for, I don't know, money, money reasons. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you, and this is I like a couple of, I think it was 2018 or something. I always had these crazy goals with like, yeah, I wanna, my biggest goal in life is like 100K a month in revenue or whatever. Mm -hmm. The thing is, when you achieve this, uh, you will realize you're not more or less happy than before. You have a, a bigger number on your bank account. Cool. Nice. But you might feel empty because you, you reach that goal and you're not, you're not even more happy. So you, you need to have something deeper. You need to have something else. And I, I love to, to see other people yeah, growing and succeeding due to my help. And also enjoy really the freedom I have. And this is what uh, motivates me. I hope that could you answer the question. <laughs> that answers the question 100%. Because you definitely are aware that uh, there's two or three of your values. One is freedom. Second one is impact and contribution. And the third one is, is community. I mean, that is like really important to you, obviously. And your business is allowing you to live that and fulfill that on a consistent basis. And that's why you feel fulfillment regularly and i think that is important would you say to what percentage is is it your business that contributes to your happiness what percentage would you give it 
in comparison with private life or exactly with the rest of your life oh wow i really love business so <laughs> i hope i don't say something wrong my girlfriend is not hearing it <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I, I I really love business, so um, I I have no idea. Seven thirty, eighty twenty, sixty forty percent. But the the cool thing is, my girlfriend really loves business as well. And uh, actually, last week we had a consulting client together, so we were consulting a client together. She is doing yeah. like HR and people operations, so she's also in the business mindset. And yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Let, let's talk about this for a second. A lot of clients I have as well, they either have a wife or a girlfriend and uh, they ask like kind of, oh, how do I make sure I perform at the highest level, right? Have energy and performance every day. But, you know, there's my girlfriend and how do I tell her I have these routines now and so on? And, you know, how do we make sure that you also have quality time with each other? Like, what is your take on this? How do you make sure that business life, of course, and the relationship work well together and that you, you know, are the business owner that you are and still have a great relationship. What have been your best, best lessons there? So the best lesson I have is clear communication and expectations. So I always communicate with my girlfriend. I say, hey, look, Q4 is ahead. It's the biggest time for e-commerce. I will work a lot. So I'm clearing expectations and I'm trying to, the time where I'm not there with her, trying to make something else with her. So for example, I said, okay, after Q4, we'll go definitely to the Canarian Island to visit you, for example, but to nice. make like six weeks vacation on an island. I think the biggest lesson I've got is just being clear with the communication. Also being partnered up with a person who understands your purpose and why you are doing this and like not working against you. I was in such a relationship before. Um, mm -hmm. There was no understanding why I do, why I work in the evening, why I push so hard and so on. So you also need a supportive uh, partner. But then at the end, it's all about communication. And yeah, I found that part, like uh, my girlfriend, I, we are together since over two years and uh, yeah, su super happy. And I'm also... I'm also helping her with her business. She just, she, she just started with the consulting as a side project. So, yeah. Th that's awesome. I mean, what I like to say always there is if you're not growing together, you're growing apart, right? You're, if you're not growing yeah. in the same direction or together, at least you're growing apart. I think that's super important. And what I tell my clients as well, you need to get into the same boat, understand mm -hmm. what, what makes each other happy. And there's this other awesome quote, which is, I take care of me for you and you take care of you for me. You know what I mean? Like every, you support each other in taking care of everybody supports each other in taking care of the other person. And so by doing that, you uh, support the other person basically. And I think I love that because how is it for you when you work a lot? Right. And I sometimes see stories that you're also in the gym late and, and so on. <laughs> like there's a long day, right? So how do you communicate it? And how, how is your uh, girlfriend putting up with that? Okay. So first off, it's, it's not every day. So it's just Instagram live. <laughs> <laughs> no, I communicate with my girlfriend. And also in addition to just communication is like asking for feedback. It's like having, nah, not having a, like an employee, but I also ask for feedback. Like, are you missing something? Can we improve our relationship? Is there something what annoys you on me? So I'm trying also to get her temperate, like, temperature is there some sort of challenges in the future can i solve it super early so for example she said she if she would say to me hey could we 
spend more time together, then I would just re I would just arrange it, right? I would uh, put the time in my calendar, right? And uh, maybe work a little bit less on certain days. But yeah. Uh, yeah, at the end, as I said, communication, expectations and feedback. Perfect. That sounds awesome. So let's talk for a second about uh, some practical tips that you can give people, right? Do you have any insights when it comes to things that help you in your everyday life, you know, in your usual work days, the way you lead your team, the way you structure your work days, any kind of routines, any kind of habits you have there that you feel like have made a really big difference for you? A part we, we talked about the fitness, of course, right? That's a little bit um, outside of, of work. But anything in your typical days that you do regularly, are there some things where you say, hey, this ritual, this habit, this routine has really helped me a lot um, as an agency owner to be and, uh, be and stay successful? That's a super nice question, and uh, we talked about this uh, in the in the in before we started the live. So I I don't have this typical morning routine. I think I I tried this a couple of years ago when I did my personal development journey, but I figured out over time I not really need this really specific formula and routine in the morning to get motivated to get uh, power and energy i don't know i figured it out by myself for example a, a hack i would say to get really in a positive mood and to be super powered in the morning is sitting a couple of minutes in the sun this is like yes. when the sun is shining here in munich on my terrace i'm going outside uh, drinking a coffee enjoying the sun i'm i'm that that's my That's my routine if the sun is shining. But other than that, for me, what makes me really productive and also structured through the day is I'm a heavy user of the calendar, like the mm. iPhone calendar and on the computer. So yeah. I don't work with any to-do lists. I don't work with, I don't know, like emails, prioritizations or whatever. I go uh, on a Monday morning usually, I go into my calendar and I put everything what needs to be done this week into the calendar. There are times where it's just blocks. So it could be like focusing on learning or focusing on me time. So I blocked it out in, into my calendar because also my team has access to my calendar, especially the sales team. So they, they yeah. might schedule a sales call uh, with, a, with a prospect and so on. So being really structured in the calendar and also accountable to what you put in there made me, I would say, 10x more productive. I'm less, how can I say, um, my, my focus doesn't drift. So I'm always mm -hmm. focused at work. And that actually also re reduced my working time to, I would say, seven to eight hours a day. And I, yeah. I done and I finished everything. Before that, wow. I might have worked like 11 or 12 hours a day. But now I'm really structured. And this was one of the biggest hacks or biggest learnings for me. Other than that, leading a team, also great question. How we, uh, I have a co-founder, Emanuele. And um, how we or I lead the team is we try to give them a lot of freedom, but at the same time, also accountability and responsibility. Mm -hmm. So I, when, when we have a new team member, for example, I motivate them to make mistakes because I make mistakes every day. I'm, I'm just a normal person, right? So I want that they make mistakes and they learn out of it. Because I have, I have the mindset when you, when you think about a baby, a baby doesn't learn The way when you say, hey, don't do this or don't do that, because they need to do their, their own experience. Yeah. Of course, you can learn from other persons as well, but it's it's different, right? And I'm motivating to 
like making the mistakes, but then they need to learn out of it, of course. But yeah, I give them a lot of freedom. We have a, we are hundred percent remote, so we don't have any office. So I, I cannot actually control how much hours they work. I just trust them. But at the end, for me, the result is the most important thing. If they work two hours a day or uh, two hours a day or 15 hours a day, I don't care as long as the result is there. And uh, yeah. this is how I lead my team now. That sounds so good. And, you know, one thing I want to take away from this and stress in, in what you just said, you made three points. And those three points were in the morning, the light. Then you mentioned working from the calendar. And you mentioned basically the simple attitude towards the team, like, you know, clear responsibilities, accountability, but freedom. And, you know, when people think about being a successful business owner, agency owner, they sometimes overcomplicate it and think you have to do all these things and you have to have this very dedicated morning uh, routine with Tony Robbins priming for two hours, you know, so you can start your workday. And what I love with, with what you said is it's the simplicity. You're focusing mm -hmm. on the key things which are really important for your energy is light, exercise, movement, hydration, right? All of that you're doing. And then basically simply working from your calendar instead of your to-do list. And, you know, that makes sure everything is scheduled in, everything has a deadline, a time block, and then you're working from this. And maybe for everybody listening, guys, think about what is really the 80-20? And by that, I mean, what are the 20% out of all the things that people tell you you could do? What are just, you know, the few things that if you did them regularly, they would make a big difference for you. doesn't matter what we say or others say, find what works for you. And I think then, you know, stick to that. I think that makes uh, the biggest difference. And the, the final question I have actually for you is very big question that a lot of agency owners have is this one. How do you make sure that you are able to switch off in the evening and recharge and get good sleep? And the background is, of course, Sometimes there's things like time zones, uh, client demands, you know, then of course the phone and the laptop, you know, ah, let me check quickly this, the ad account or the emails or the Slack channel and so on. And then of course, maybe you want to spend some time with the girlfriend or you just want to calm down, read a book or watch something and so on. So do you have any best practices, tips that have helped you to wind down and recharge properly in the evenings? Okay, also great question. And little disclaimer, I'm not at this uh, pro level yet that I can make it every evening. So I would say 50% of the week in the evenings, I'm able to do this. The other 50%, I, I'm not able to do it. I take the work into the bed and so on. But talking about when I'm able to, to achieve this great goal, and this is actually really important. I normally, I don't work, for example, on a weekend. I try to let my phone at home. I try to make like digital detox. 80% of the times uh, it, it works. And this is actually also the time where I spend a lot of time with my girlfriend. So we we go to, uh, like, we make adventures, we, we make experiences. I fill the I fill the void of not not working with other great stuff. And that keeps me away from, uh, from work, actually. Nice. A challenge I faced last year when everyone was in lockdown and I worked also from home and so on. You step away from your working a place you go to the living room whatever but you have this void you have like nothing to do right and then you <laughs> your mind your mind starts again with like ah i have this great idea for business or i could answer this question and blah 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 so you yeah. so what i've learned is you need to have something to replace with the void when you're not working 
And that's usually when we go outside, we go hiking or whatever. And also in the evening, what really helps me is like going to the gym, going to the sauna, spend a dinner with my girlfriend outside, letting the phone yeah. at home. That's awesome that you mentioned the sauna. I can only recommend this for you guys if you know COVID restrictions allow that for where you are right now to use the sauna. Go ahead. This helps so much with recharging, especially if you have like a cold shower or a cold plunge after this. It really calms you down, right? And you, you sleep very well. Yes. Like a baby. It's really <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the other thing you mentioned I want to touch on as well, like what I've noticed, this separation of space is so yeah. important because our brain always associates certain thoughts and behaviors with space. For example, you might always have similar thoughts or basically behaviors when you're in the living room because, you know, I check my phone at this time and then basically you repeat this behavior always because it gets triggered. Oh, there's the couch. I sit down. Let me get the phone. Like your brain learns these things. And when you want to break out of this, just leaving the house, like you say, scheduling things in there and, um, and basically making sure you have that covered. Cool. That sounds super awesome, uh, Daniel. And now the final thing I want to ask you is if people want to learn more about you, maybe just to follow you, but also maybe, you know, e-commerce stores or agency owners want to learn from you or talk to you on how they can learn more about what you do and so on. Where should people go to learn more about that? So I think the easiest thing is um, following me on Instagram, Daniel Bitmon. Just write my name. You will find me. I have a black and white profile picture. You, you, you will find it. I'm pretty active there. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not good because I'm active also in the bed on Instagram, so that's not so good. <laughs> But uh, that's, I would say, the place where I'm usually um, responding quite uh, yeah, quickly. And also, you can check out my website, ecomhouse.com. Also, check out my, my podcast, Ecom Secrets. But yeah, I think Instagram is the best way to go. Sounds awesome. Definitely highly recommend these things. If you're especially German speaking, checking out the Ecom Secrets podcast, uh, highly recommend it. And yeah, follow Daniel. We'll put that in the show notes, but to spell it, it's Daniel and then B-I-D-M-O-N, Bidmon, Daniel Bidmon. So follow Perfect. him on Instagram. All right, guys, that has been a pleasure. Daniel, thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here, man. Thank you so much. Have a great All week. All right. See you guys. Did you like this episode and want to learn more? Check out the show notes. In there, you'll find all the links and resources from this episode. But remember, only listening to the podcast will not change much unless you start implementing and executing on what you have learned consistently. Would you like to know if we might be able to help you take your performance to the next level? Then go to killianmarket.com and apply for your free consultation call. On this call, we'll help you come up with a performance game plan to level up your daily productivity and energy and grow your business the most efficient way possible without sacrificing yourself, your health, or burning out along the way. Head over to killianmarket.com and apply for your call now.